0: Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Friday the 21st of July. I'm Sam Kozlowski. I'm Zara Seidler. It is going to be a huge weekend for film with the release of two Hollywood blockbusters, Barbie.
1: When my heart breaks Some things have been happening that might be related. When my world shakes Cold shower, falling off my roof Ah! and my heels are on the ground.
0: (gasps) Flat feet! And Oppenheimer. Five, four, three. Truman needs to know what's next. Two. What's next? One. Two very different films, uniting people in a resurgent love for the in real life cinema experience. So, will the combined excitement for Barbenheimer be enough to save Australian cinema? We're going to have the discussion in today's Deep Dive. But first, Sarah, some movement on jobs figures yesterday.
1: The unemployment rate has remained at 3.5% for the month of June. That's according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics, with figures slightly lower than many expected. The underemployment rate stayed at 6.4%.
0: Australian soldiers have defused a World War II bomb found on the Pacific island of Nauru. The discovery of the 220-kilogram unexploded bomb triggered a state of emergency on the island. Schools were shut down to ensure safety in the area.
1: A new venomous snake species has been discovered in Central Australia. Glad this one wasn't the good news. The desert whip snake had been mistaken as a different species for decades and was only identified through genetic testing.
0: And today's good news. Australian scientists have made a breakthrough discovery for prostate cancer treatment. Researchers at the University of South Australia are hopeful the discovery of three new genetic factors called biomarkers will help identify and differentiate potentially aggressive cases of prostate cancer. It's a disease that kills more than 300,000 men a year globally. It's going to be a huge weekend of cinema action. It's the weekend of Barbenheimer. For cinema lovers, it really does feel like Boxing Day. You know, everyone's running to the movies, except we're in July. Things are a little colder. Some people might have even planned a double feature for the weekend.
1: Sam, I don't even know why this would be a question, but it is one I've heard many people saying. Uh, That is, which movie are you going to see first?
0: Well, I do have an answer to that question for you. It's right at the end of my discussion with Christian Connolly. Oh, a teaser. He's the CEO at Cinema Nova in Melbourne and has been working in the film industry for over two decades. Christian Connolly, welcome to the podcast.
2: Oh, it's my pleasure to always chat to you guys.
0: Paint the picture for me of your cinema today. Well, it's very
2: exciting. There's a real sense of of anticipation. Uh, It's it's very different from only, say, 48 hours ago. In our space, Cinema Nova, if people aren't aware of, of cinema, Manova, we're a little bit different from the the multiplex theater you might find at your local shopping center. We are dedicated to what we call sort of quality upscale or art house films. And as a result of that, uh, we tend to play things like, say, Everything Everywhere all at once or Triangle of Sadness. Uh, But in the case of Barbie, uh, that's a different sort of thing for us in terms of it's just on the surface because it's it's really, really um, having a moment culturally. Uh, But for us, we look at it as a Greta Gerwig film and we've had such extraordinary success with her and her films over the years with Lady Bird and um, Little Women. We were the, the top grossing location in the country and probably amongst the top grossing locations in the world on both of those films. So we sort of looked at it from a distance and we said, that's something that's going to be a major picture for us because our audience is really engaged with her and her her, uh, her storytelling, and so we, we prioritised it.
0: You've been working in the film industry now for quite a long time. Can you remember a time when you've seen anything like this Barbie Oppenheimer doubleheader hype? Certainly nothing that goes and takes
2: two completely different films and decides to smash them together in the way that we've seen with Barbie and Oppenheimer. I think this is a really unique moment that's, that feels very organic. It's come from a place where the audience has kind of amused themselves by the idea that these two extraordinary films are both opening on the same day and then just turned it into something that's got the whole world talking.
0: How much of Oppenheimer's predicted success are you attributing to the fact that it's being coupled with Barbie?
2: Oh, I think that there's definitely a benefit in terms of um, marketing and publicity and awareness for Oppenheimer. I think that... Oppenheimer is a is a, is a masterful film. Uh, they're both great movies, and I say that you know from the bottom of my heart. I, I love movies. I, I've been working in this industry, as you said, for over two two decades now, and um, and I've seen both films twice. I'm lucky enough to have seen both films twice, and on both occasions, I adored them. However, I think that uh, when I think about the larger market and I think about people who are going to the movies, Oppenheimer is a movie which is dealing with a very dry history, and it's a, it's a three hour running time. And it's a, it's a very masculine, dark story about uh, the invention of the atomic bomb. And so I suppose what happens when we have this sort of moment occur where you've got Barbie and Oppenheimer both opening at the same time As maybe what you do is you you open that movie up to a, a vastly larger audience than might have otherwise seen it had Barbie not come along at the same time.
0: There's undoubtedly going to be more people going to the cinema over the next couple of weeks than there have been in the last few years, and that's, of course, due to the pandemic primarily, but but some other kind of macro trends as well. Mm. Is this the beginning of the recovery for cinema in Australia? Look, I suppose the I'm a believer in the idea that people come to the movies and they get
2: exposed to the next movie they're going to see when they're at the movies. And so what you need is you need that kind of consistent chain of films coming out week in, week out, makes people go, hey, you know, I love going to the movies. Movies are fun and I want to make yeah. sure I come back and I want to see that movie and I want to see that movie. And hopefully that just sort of restarts that that sort of cycle of people going, you know, oh, we've got to go and see a movie this week because um, it, it hasn't been that consistent, I suppose, uh, since the pandemic occurred.
0: Christian, that's a really interesting perspective that the power of Barbie Noppenheimer might indeed be in the trailers that come before it in mm. terms of the the impact he could have on Australian cinema. We've spoken a bit on this podcast uh, in the last couple of weeks about the actors' strike over in the US. Yep. Does that kind of event have problematic implications for you in terms of that steady stream of movies that is so important to cinema?
2: Absolutely. I mean, we were. I was in conversations with an old colleague of mine uh, at the very end of last year, and we were already kind of discussing the implications of a, of a writer's strike, uh, which, which led to the actor's strike and solidarity with the writers. However, I tend to always try and look on the bright side because there are things that are beyond your control and you can either agonise over it and be sort of very downbeat about it. But as we've already seen here at Cinema Nova, We've had lots of movies that people have come out and really pushed into blockbuster business levels, which is really exciting. The money that's going in and seeing some of that money go out, because as we've seen that in many cases, uh, particularly the major studios, not necessarily Netflix, but the, you know, the Walt Disney's, et cetera, have really yeah. recognised that so much of, um, of their business model is about going and putting a movie into theatres and getting people excited about it in the very way that we're seeing people be excited about Barbie and Oppenheimer today. So, you know, they're kind of going back and saying, oh, wow, uh, we really can't do without movies because what movies do is they concentrate the conversation on one particular point, because everybody wants to go and see, say, Barbie or Oppenheimer on opening weekend, be part of the conversation. I hated it, I loved it, whatever. They want to wear the T-shirt, they want to buy the book, they want to buy the soundtrack. And that all kind of happens in a really, really kind of a sort of this sort of, you know, to to borrow something from Oppenheimer, kind of this explosion of popular culture. Now, when you have something on streaming, that same thing doesn't occur because we all come at streaming in our own time. Sometimes something like, say, Squid Game comes along and people are like, oh, have you seen that? weird Korean sort of thriller, sort of like Hunger Games type thing, and people kind of, it comes to sort of a conversation, but it doesn't all happen in this massive way in the way that we're seeing with Barbie. So I think hopefully uh, what we'll see out of Barbie and the extraordinary things going on here actually maybe accelerate a resolution to the writers and the actors strike, because what we'll see is, particularly we say Warner Brothers, but they'll say, well, oh wow, okay, we really need... Um, A, we need creative individuals writing unexpected material in the case of, say, Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerbig with great performances from people like um, either Killian Murphy or Margot Robbie or Ryan Gosling or Robert Downey Jr. And, and recognising it just can't just be about subscription numbers and, mm-hmm. and, and churn uh, and paying CEOs $50 million plus, you know, plus bonuses Sure. Uh, so I think yeah, this is this might hopefully be a bit of a light bulb moment for the broader industry. And the great thing is that that's happening because the audience is showing mm. that they love movies, they love fresh IP, and mm. when that happens, people buy a lot of merchandise and uh, and you know people get excited about cinema in general.
0: And Christian, last question from me: If you had to recommend a way to do the double, would you start with Barbie? And then go into Oppenheimer, or would you start heavy and then go light?
2: Wow, that's a, that's a, I've actually thought I've thought about this way too much. <laughs> and, I, and I and and I look, I think I would start with Barbie and then I'd watch Oppenheimer. And the reason why I would say that is because Oppenheimer is is a is a very intense intellectual movie, and uh, and I and I don't think you necessarily want that that sort of that the shadow of it impacting on your Barbie experience. I think. I actually watched them in that order. I watched Barbie on one day and then I watched Oppenheimer on the next day. And in the case of the premieres, Barbie was on the Monday yeah. and Oppenheimer was on the Tuesday, so it was actually very fortuitous. So maybe it would have been good if I'd seen them in the in the opposite direction uh, on one of those two occasions, but I think yeah, you start off with Barbie, Love you it. get that and then you can go and see the sort of the the real heady Um, the, the real intense cinema of Oppenheimer after that.
0: Christian, I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: It's an absolute pleasure, Sam. Thanks very much.
1: Thanks for listening in to this episode of the daily oz we have loved reading your reviews on spotify so if you liked this episode you can go to your spotify app and it'll give you a little box under the episode name and there you can tell us how you felt about the episode and any questions you might have
0: we'll be back in your ears on monday morning until then have a wonderful weekend